Welcome to Hobby News Daily, your source for sports news, collectibles, and all items hobby-related. Follow on all podcast platforms or on hobbynewsdaily.com along with all your favorite writers and content creators. Grab your cup of coffee and enjoy today's show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I'm your host. So this is uh, the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute. Today is Tuesday, August 5th, and with it being Labor Day weekend, there really wasn't a whole lot of breaking stuff that happened this uh, this past weekend. Uh, I would imagine probably as people get back in the office, more things start to happen. We're going to start to see more just stories in general, I would, if I had to guess, uh, in terms of you know interesting stuff, things that we – things that you're listening to this podcast for but one of the stories that happened so it was it broke towards i think it was like the end of last week uh there was an issue with uh, you know panini unfortunately they like copied they just straight up copied an insert from a from like a classic wild card set and if you compare the two I mean, my suggestion is to go to Paul Lesko's Twitter, or if you type in Panini and Wildcard, you'll be able to find these images. But literally, it's just a one-for-one copy. Like, if you look at the front, you look at the back, the designs are basically exactly the same, all the way down to they use the same logo and called the set name the same as the Wildcard one. And from what I saw on Twitter, Paul Lesko said that Panini has to pay Wildcard $25 million for, you know, breaking the copyright infringement. And, you know, Wildcard did have a pretty good booth at the National, but, I, you know, I find it hard to believe maybe that Wildcard has made $25 million over the past couple years. Like, I mean, I guess it depends on, like, what type of, you know, autographs maybe they have in certain sets but even then they're paying for the autographs to put those cards in there so like it you know it is just it's really pretty wild in my opinion that they they just straight up copied the set they straight up copied the stat smasher card um and i don't really know why I, to be honest, completely honest it really doesn't make that much sense uh 2020 was a pretty tumultuous time within cards so like maybe like the only thing I can really think of, I can think of like maybe two reasons. The one, and the first one seems pretty obvious, it literally was just a copy, and the maybe the designer or the person that was doing the card thought that for whatever reason the copyright for this for this card had expired because maybe like Wildcard hadn't come out with any products recently, so they looked at the Stat Smasher card from Wildcard back in the 90s, or tri- AAA, which AAA and Wildcard, basically the same. That's the same thing there. Or the only other thing I can really think of, to be honest, is like they had some sort of deal in place, like IP deal, and they were kind of pressed for time, and they thought that you know maybe they're going to accept the deal. Like there's no way that they wouldn't accept the deal. Um, they're, you know, licensing the Stat Smasher concept, and they put the card into the set without having the deal officially licensed. And then what happened is like Wildcard pulled out the last minute. I mean, if I'm Wildcard or if I'm this company and I found out that Panini did it this way, that would definitely be something where if I'm that company, I'm looking at it and saying, well, we didn't say that you could do this. You, we didn't say that you could license this, even though. 
even though, you know, maybe there was some people who were talking about the deal and were saying that it was good to go and that it was good to go through. I mean, or it's just literally like they just did it and they didn't think anybody would notice. Like, that could be the other thing. And it almost goes back to just like some of the designs, to be honest, that Panini have used. They look very similar over the past over the past couple of years. And I get that, like... If you're trying to grow the brand of a certain, um, or if you're trying to b- grow the notoriety of a certain brand, you want the cards to have a similar feel to them. Prism, for example, like you want the like metallic kind of um, cut look to it. Like you want them all to be similar along the same lines. But at the same time, like I I, I don't know. I'm very torn, honestly, on the concept of using the same designs across multiple years like upper deck did this with the exquisite pro with the exquisite product for i believe it was steph curry and then so the original exquisite from 2003 they used the same design for steph curry's card in 2000 no sorry lebron's card in 2003 and then they used the same design for the card in 2009 and then I think they use a similar design for Connor McDavid in 2015, um, and then Sabrina Ionescu in you know her rookie year, which I think was 2019 or 2020. So, like I said, I I do, I, like I said, I'm torn on the concept because I I think if they're copying the design exactly the same way, I do feel like that almost is giving the brand a kind of a cool aesthetic to it. But like copying it to the point where the cards just look similar and they look basically the same, like without it really being exactly the same, that's where I kind of don't like it as much because I think like the concept of the exact same design goes a little bit further in growing the brand than it does to create cards that just look exactly the same. And I think obviously this is coming maybe from a designer standpoint, but at the same time, like, I don't know, you know, everybody, everybody likes the designs of cards. So it's not maybe necessarily just from a design standpoint or a designer's point of view like myself, but just overall, it's a little bit disappointing to see that it was literally an exact one for one copy. Uh, and those are just some of the options. And I don't know exactly, uh, if there are more cards like this, like, you know, it it almost makes me think that there might be more, but we'll see down the road what ends up happening with Panini, if this happens with Fanatics or Tops or Upper Deck or anybody, if they come out and say these cards, or or if there's some sort of copyright infringement where it's like the design of the actual card itself uh, looks too similar to one of the other cards that's being used in a set or an insert set. That's all I've got for today's episode. Make sure to check back to HobbyNewsDaily.com for new articles being written every single day. And make sure to check back to at HobbyNewsDaily on Twitter and Instagram. Let us know what you thought about today's episode. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.